Thank you. It's almost like your birthday is tomorrow or something. Tomorrow I'm not going to wear underwear all day. Hey, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Ooh. We're going to watch you walk by the windows. It's just going to be this. Oh, <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of Hit Dice Pod. Is this episode 22 or 23? I don't know. Who gives what did we just release? 20? Yeah. So this will be So 23. Welcome to episode 23, which is how old Alan Clark is. This episode is brought to you Yay. by his birthday. Yay! Alan, you live this Happy month. birthday, you birthday bitch. 23 plus 9. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. tradition, I always yes. give my birthday players birthday inspiration. So, Ooh. Alan, you get birthday inspiration. Hey, thanks. Birthday inspiration does not count like regular inspiration. You can have it forever. And if you get inspiration on top of it, you have both. You know, this episode is not only brought to you by Alan Clark's birthday, it's also brought to you by our show sponsor. Tabletop Blue. Tabletop Blue. That's it. Hell over like there. Guys, five dice. We hate hit dice, hit dice podcast. Kill me. I love you all. Buy stuff. The offer code is hit dice. Go oh, on over hit dice pod. Is the I had a code. stroke on the way over here. <laughs> Go on over to Tabletop Loot. Enter the code hit dice pod at checkout. Get what the fuck ever you want. You like playing imaginary games? They got all kinds of shit you're gonna like over there. Wow. Buy it. Treat yourself. It's Alan's birthday. You know, treat yeah. yourself to something special. Buy, buy yourself him a gift. A, yeah, buy yourself a gift for Alan's birthday. Or buy Alan a gift for yeah. his birthday and get fifteen percent off. Oh yeah, buy me a gift. Or give it to charity. <laughs> or give it away to charity, but you don't have to. Give it to Alan. I'm gonna register on Amazon for my birthday. <laughs> Uh, enter the code hit dice pot at checkout over at Tabletop Loot. Uh, get yourself 15% off. That's on us. You're welcome. And uh, we're going to dedicate the offer code to Alan's birthday today. So you can thank Alan for that personally on Twitter. Your birthday is Amazon Prime Day. Whoa. Way to be really? Uh, Are you a gift to us from the internet? <laughs> Probably. Are you my Amazon Prime? Yet? I'm not a gift to anybody. Speaking of the internet and Alan's Twitter, we're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find us at Hit Dice Pod. Also, go to the iTunes store right now. Hit pause right now. Now, go to the iTunes store, give us a five-star review. We need that. If you don't give us five-star reviews, Kevin's going to keep making gross noises into the microphone. And we're going to fail as a podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to do a quick little recap. Wait, who wants to recap? Ooh, it'd be appropriate if you recapped. Yeah, yeah. yeah you should recap. Oh, uh, so, what happened at the beginning of the episode? You guys went to the farm. We went to this farm. We met Hungry Edith Chicken Dick's family, and turns out that she used to be a regular old bitch, and that the mom was manipulating the shit, and then, uh, and then we went to go fight a hill, and then we, uh, hit, uh, this hill with swords, and then it killed us. It killed me. It killed the buffalo. I'm dead now. Nina has to collect herself. Sorry. Nina, what, what's happening? She's <laughs> a regular old bitch. She's a regular old bitch. Then we fought a hill. Yeah, so that happened. You pretty much recap the exact same way. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she thinks That's why it's easy. Guy's not dead, he just wandered off. Knows I would have chased after him, but he took off booking it. You wasn't feeling it? Bro, his best friend in the whole world, and like his dad basically died. Yeah, and so he walked in the woods. You guys all, you guys all uh, bit your tongues and you tried to chase Guy into the woods, but he very solemnly told you all to turn back and to give him some space. So you guys all decided to head to Raven's Bluff, a thousand gold richer, and one buffalo down. And you did get back to Raven's Bluff. Upon your return to Raven's Bluff, the city seems to have fallen still and quiet. 
The familiar hustle and bustle of Raven's Bluff has been replaced with a tangible silence. A bustling port town that's also been called the Living City certainly falls short of its name at the present. It is twilight. Night is coming in, the fog is rolling up and off of those ports, and as you all are walking in, you can see the walls built around the bottommost part of the Earthspur Mountains. At their base, the castle sits that holds the Council of Lords, and all of the important political figures here, you can see it. You can see the town sprawl out toward the mouth of the river that connects with the Dragon's Reach. The bustling ports look all but abandoned. Even from a distance, you, can't, you can see the empty vessels being tossed around by the sea, dancing lazily, awaiting their next voyage. That mage tower out on the water sits up and watches over the entire city. There is no longer a trail of black smoke rising through the air, but there isn't anything else here either. Rumors abound throughout the vast of the dragon nuisance, and it keeps many merchants away from the city at this point. The normal citizens can be seen milling about, but with far less customers and bustling streets. A haggard woman is pointing a crooked finger at people as they walk by, including you all, and she screams, the sky will fall and all will return back to before, back to before. And Patches tries to talk to her and slaps the shit out of her, if I remember correctly. Slaps her and tied her up. And then drag her through the streets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I he untied her, and I'm was on edge after everything that happened, and guy leaving. Anyway, I feel bad that I slapped this lady and kicked her stool out from under her, and then slapped her again. <laughs> <laughs> you all, you all are standing in front of a very familiar tavern. Uh, a, you see its sign swinging. Its simple building is sitting here. You can hear a little glass clattering, a little chatter from inside. A kettle on a sign swings back and forth lazily and creaks in the wind. You all are standing in front of the kettle of many things. <sighs> oh, I'm going in. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough couple days. Mm -hmm. Hot damn, y'all. You're still invisible. That's true. <laughs> On my little hood. I'm going in and straight to Clip. the bar and ordering a round of something stiff for everyone. Hell yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. I kind of want to tell everybody that Guy is not coming back. He gave me a note, or he left. I found a note. Oh. Really? What did it say? It said basically that Buffalo was the, you know, only thing he ever loved. beneath his wings. And um. he's, I don't know, gonna figure some shit out. He's not coming back, though. Should we okay. go after him? No. Well, well I he like was that a runner before us, and... He was that's... a friend, and I don't have a lot of those. Maybe we'll run across him again sometime. Yeah. But Maybe. it does sound like he doesn't want to be followed. Yeah. I mean, he shook yeah. you guys a couple times, so... <sighs> Should we have a moment of silence for Guy and Buffalo? How about a drink? Yeah. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> you all walk into this place, and as you do, even the regulars that are usually really rowdy, like, though their voices are still raised and they are still throwing back drinks, it just seems like there's some sort of solemnness that has filled the air in this place and everywhere else in Raven's Bluff. And though... And, and though the regulars, though the regulars seem to be here, you see a few other strange faces as well. But as you walk in, a plap, a plap, a plump female half orc <laughs> with intricate, brightly colored clothing sits behind the bar. She wears an incredible amount of makeup, and has numerous moles all over her face. She dresses in furs, even in the heat of the summer, which you all have all but become immune to, and has an air of import about her. And as you walk in, she goes, darlings, it's been too long. Come over here, see me. And as you all are walking up to the bar to order drinks, she like pulls you in and she gives you a big gross kiss on each of your cheeks. She's like, mwah, mwah. And like, you can see where her little tiny baby tusks are like 
keeping that lipstick from touching your cheek. There's like two lines no. through the giant gross lip marks There's on your cheek. Nothing like a Madame lipstick. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Um, but she's like, how have you all been? What's been going on? You've been gone forever. Yeah. Mm. Shit has gone down. So, we are tired. so many things. <laughs> that so is an understatement. She, yeah. she holds her hands out to uh, Callista and Patches, and she's like, my babies, tell me what's been going on. What bothers you? Uh, you know, what? Uh, maybe the destruction of the world as we know it. Oh, that sounds like something to drink about. What do you guys have? <laughs> Let's have a drink before we start talking about we, all this scary stuff. We have seen a lot and we have lost a lot, and I want a round of the hardest thing you've got for everybody. That oh, my. That's a, that's a lot to happen in just three weeks' time. I'll get yep. you guys some drinks made. Thanks. Uh, and she goes back and she brings up, the last time you all were in here, she gave you a clear liquor and you all got pretty drunk off of it, and something very similar is sitting in... Some uh, yeah, just roll some con saves <laughs> <laughs> in these simple glasses right in front of you. And as she hands them to you, uh, she leans over and really, as she's sitting those these over the bar, she doesn't look to you. She's sitting them very carefully down, and she, under her breath, goes, "Somebody's here for you." As she sits these drinks on the bar, I lean in to pick mine up. Uh, who? <clears throat> she she clears her throat and just goes, "Enjoy yourselves." And if you need anything else, and she glances over your shoulder really quick, she goes, "Let me know." And then she just turns around and goes to serve the other patrons who are here. Thank you, love. It's good to be home. And I turn and look over my shoulder to see where she lives. Yeah, over as, your shoulder. Inconspicuously as I can. Over your shoulder. As a giant yeah, tiefling. Reach my hand out underneath my little thing and grab my drink. You see, you see, <laughs> there there is a there is a man sitting here hunched over with sun-tanned and damaged skin. It shows what little is visible on his face as he sits over here at a table. A black cow shades everything else and covers the bottom of his face, but you can still see his eyes looking over to you. Light black leather armor covers his body and many straps on his pants are adorned with daggers. He sits here, you all would probably recognize him, though it would be strange without his brother, but you all see Arnold sitting here at a table and he's just looking over at you guys. And as he's looking over, he sees all of you look over to him and he holds a finger over his mouth, like just to shush you all, and then goes back to his drink and starts to mind his own business again after you all make eye contact. (laughs) When you all met Aust for the first time, there were two men with him and they were twin brothers. Ah. Only one of them sits here now. From the thieves? From yeah. The, yeah. From your yeah. homies. Yeah. You see, you also from see, like, crew. as you look back at this man, you notice that there are eyes on all of you. They're looking at all of you. And, you know, it's no one of, in like, particular import that you recognize or anything, but, like, it seems like maybe he's very subtly telling you to be quiet because all these people's eyes are on all of you as you come back in. I, I'm going to stand up like I'm going to the bathroom, mm-hmm. but then I'm going to hide. Okay. <laughs> Patches throws this drink back and he goes to hide. He's like, I'm going to pretend I'm going to the bathroom. And you turn around, but there is already someone standing behind you. You want to describe yourself? Yeah. So you see this, like, fat, greasy, kind of sweaty guy. He's got, like, kind of, like, potato skin, um rags all over him, but they've got little jewels and stuff all over him, and he's got, like, grease, and you can see, like, sweat under his armpits, and you just hear him, this guy walk up and says, I think y'all need some assistance. I'm here to help out. <laughs> hey, and he, he goes, 
Elvis. So, uh, How my... Long before we have to kill you because my, you don't want to be Elvis anymore? My friend, uh, <laughs> my, my friend, well, I guess he's kind of my friend. I think he's personally kind of an asshole. Lander, he told me all were a bunch of troublemakers, and uh, I'm here to, to step in and kick some ass and take initials because I ain't got time for names. So I want to come run with y'all, and I just want to tell you that I'm the man for the job. I know you're all just a bunch of crazy motherfuckers, but here I go. I'm really the man for the job. Let me show you a couple of my moves. And so he starts going like, Hell! Hell! They call me Elvis Presley. <laughs> He's got big, long elf ears. And he's like, you think that's something? Let me show you a couple more things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to take down the dragons. Yeah. And then he starts, like, kind of stuttering a little bit. And he's like, oh, here, I, I still got it. I'm a little old, but I still got this. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, 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 oh. Falls down on the floor and has a heart attack. And as this as this huge gross man falls over on the floor and has a heart attack, you notice that the entire time a slender figure has been standing behind him. And as his body falls over onto the ground in a pile of sweat and grease, uh, do you want to describe your actual character, Caleb? <laughs> Says, wow, Lander's standards have really dropped since I last saw him. Oh my god! Oh. Uh, so you see, a, <laughs> you see a tall, slender, what some of you may recognize as a high moon elf uh, standing there. He's got bluish skin and like kind of like a silver shock of hair. And he just looks down at the fat guy laying on the floor. He's like. Well, that sucks. Uh, somebody clean this shit up. Madame screams over to you guys, and she's like, oh, sorry, you all had to see that. We'll get it cleaned up right away. It looks is like... He, this guy is dead? Yeah, he's dead. I want to see I want to see if he has anything on him. He, he has nothing on him. Oh, he has chicken legs and peanut butter in his pocket. He's hungry. He has chicken legs. But Madame's like, oh, we'll get that cleaned up. I see you have... Uh, Three friends with you, and as as she says this, she looks over to uh, this this strange, elven elvish man who is talking to all of you. He is slender, and he has an air of like seriousness and import about him. But there is also a gnome from Thing is Spark Spring with you. Sealer's fine spindle is here with you. He's well he's well put together with a fine kempt red beard and hair. Basic robes hang down his small gnomish body. He smells even after days of being gone from Thingus, He still smells of singed hair and grease. Valna has not spoken in some time. She seems to be wrestling with something, but she is a beautiful elven woman. She has sharp features, and she is still wearing the costume that Callista gave to her. But as you show up, she does turn her head, and she goes, I'm fine. Yeah, 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 but, you know, Irithus was worried, and he sent me, so I'm here. Are you happy to see me? <laughs> She says, uh, I have an escort, as you can see. Wait, do you need fucking 11 of them? Good God. Well, there were more now. We seem to have lightened the load a bit. Really? What? Somebody died? Uh, something died. Uh, a, a touchy subject. Best uh, we don't bring it up now. All right, whatever. That's, uh, I don't know who you are, but it's pretty recent, so. Oh, yeah, I'm really sorry, you guys. Uh, my name's Van, um, and uh, yeah, uh, Iria sent me 
Uh, you can see I'm obviously an elf. Uh, I have silver <laughs> eyes. I, I'm like, yeah, sorry, uh, let me be more formal. My name is uh, Vandingulus Ulysses Fart Baby. And I am... Wait, you're going to have to spell that. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Dingulus, spell it like you think. I haven't thought that much about it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, throw an eye on there. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Two women come over, they have tassels over their nipples, and they start dragging this big fat guy away from you guys where he's sitting on the floor right here. I'm like, yeah, son did thanks, die recently. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Presley. <laughs> yeah, rest in uh, peace, Elvish Presley. People still watching us in the whole place. Yeah, you have yeah. more attention on you now um, than ever um, before. I would like to okay. draw a little focus. I'm just going to take the stage and play a little piece I've been working on for Buffalo. Oh, okay, sure. Take the stage. So, I, I do that. Would you like to roll the performances? I will roll a performance check. Performance, that is a 14, 20. Yeah, with the mod 20, you get up and you do keep the attention of this room. Calissa gets up and she starts to sing a song about uh, a vagabond who wandered the world alone and who finally was like able to learn to trust these people and it was his ultimate downfall and how this like animal that was like really pure and loyal was lost because of all this. And it's just a song of loss. Uh, and well, loss and then also the inspiration of the hope that it gives us that Buffalo was willing to give his life for his party and mm. try to help us out. Cool. And we should all bond together and fight dragons. Oh. <laughs> Yes. Awesome. And this does hold the attention of the audience. Um, as she starts to distract people, I'd like to whisper to Arwell, I would stay hidden. Yeah, Arwell does stay hidden. Uh, no one in this place can see him, though you all know he is around. He still has this cloak of non-detection and invisibility pulled over him. I'm going to whisper to him, pass me notes if you need to talk about something. What is what is Van wearing? Yes. Yeah, describe Van in a little greater detail if you don't mind. I have just kind of like some black and blue uh, robes, I guess, and leather armor on. Um, but uh, you can tell by my appearance that I am kind of like a rogue, but I'm not a thiefy looking rogue. I look more like a... Like, Shyster? Like a, like a magical dude. Scoundrel. Perhaps an arcane trickster? Perhaps a trickster <laughs> with possible magics. Potentially. What fancy ways to say that? And Hi, Van, it's nice to meet you. My name is Adelaide. How's it going? Oh, you know, um, it's been a lot, but you know, we're always willing to look, we're, we're always happy to have new friends. Well, I see you all are obviously troubled by something, and you're having a round. Do you mind if I join you? I just got back from a pretty long journey. Well, you know this girl, and she's cool, and she's my friend. So if you want to be our friends also, I'm down with that. Well, I'm uh, merely act acting as an escort right now for Volna. Uh, Iriath insisted that I was apparently the man for the job, which... Hey, so you're, you're, like, you're cool with Iriath? Not really. Okay. I mean, I know him. You cool with half-elves? Yeah, dude. I mean, right. I'm an elf. I mean, right. I, dude, so was that motherfucker. Any, anybody's cool, honestly, until they're a douche to me. So I'm kind of, you know, if you're cool to me, I'm cool to you. How's that sound? That sounds great. Um, I'll try. Yeah, but whatever. Like like I said, I'm just here to take care of uh, Volna and just make sure that she gets home safe. It's kind of like a family thing. That's our next mm -hmm. mission. Do you want to come on this current mission with us? I mean, if y'all are rolling with, then... We have two stops before that. <laughs> two stops, and then we got to go. I mean, I'm, I'm on no deadline. That's just okay. we'll I wanted see. to see if I could, like, do something a little different mm -hmm. to try to help the crowd out. Because mm -hmm. I have this, I don't have something that specifically does this, but if the team will allow it, 
um, a version of sleep where I don't want to knock everybody out. I just want to take everybody down a point or two sure. so they're chill. Sure. Since you know sleep, I'll let us. you roll for it and we'll do okay. performance. Okay. Uh, and this is this is you attempting to perform uh, the spell sleep without casting it in its full effect. Right. Like just to like drowsy right. everybody mm -hmm. up a little Like bit. a magical lullaby. Yeah. <sighs> That's not great. <laughs> I want to use my inspiration. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> A birthday inspiration. Birthday. Nice. Oh my god. What was it? It was it's a three and a two. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Leave it with the <laughs> now, right? Fuck me. Okay. So for the three, it still comes out to a nine. Yeah, with a nine. And people kind of like, they just take a quick sigh and then feel the same. <laughs> yeah. You sing, you sing of this. Jesus oh, Christ. Dumb. They all get really sleepy. <laughs> Did you really not want to? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all start to teeter, even though all of you are hearing this song and it's very bad. Uh, it's not her most it's not her most inspired song. Uh, but I'm really tired too, so it's yeah. great. Um the the whole crowd they just they grow sullen, they grow nostalgic, and you see them all dazing off. Um they're they're just like dozing off in like the middle of the night, they're all sitting there sipping on these drinks. The town is quiet enough as it is. But as you sing this lullaby to everyone, you see them all settle. And as you were singing this lullaby, you hear a chair scrape very loudly against the floor. And you see this, you see Arnold stand up without looking at you all and start to walk toward the back. Um, I'm casting Detect Thoughts. And okay. I'm gonna follow him. Um, yeah, huh? you, yeah, Arwell with his cloak is like casting Detect Thoughts on him and you know surface level thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, and Arnold is just thinking to himself, he can't believe he got stuck doing this and he had to come all the way down here to speak with all of you and that he just wants to get this conversation over with as quickly as he can. Okay, I'm just gonna follow him. Okay, so you follow him. He, needs, he stops in a room. Um, in the back there is a room where there are, there are like barrels full of wine and ale that are ready for the bar mm -hmm. and he's sitting in here by himself right now. He does not notice that you are in here with him and he seems, he does seem like his foot starts to tap and his arms are crossed and he's leaning against the wall and he's just looking around back just and forth. Patient. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, I you have to detect thoughts. He's like, where, where are they? Okay, yes, I'll, yeah, I'll follow. Did you know I was leaving there? I guess y'all No, but I mean, it's okay. all here. You're invisible. We have no idea where yeah, you are. Yeah, we have um, no idea where you are. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, but um, I want to whisper. If, are y'all coming in, sort of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I in? saw him from I the stage. I want to whisper to you a little bit. You're not going to pass me a note? No. I'm going to just kind of whisper at your, like, thigh. <laughs> I just feel a breath uh, of hot air on my no, thigh. I'm like, like, Ew. Oh. oh, it's Arnold. Um, I'm just like, uh, ask him pointed questions about who's coming. Or, like, yeah, along those who's lines. Who's coming? Yeah. I want pointed questions so I can have... His thoughts ready. So you all are walking back here, yeah, or seeing, just you seeing two? him leave from the stage? I'm gonna hop down and sort of motion for everybody to come with. So sure. I immediately blurt out, "Who's coming?" You're in there with him. <laughs> yeah, you're I just like said I walked in, and mouth. then you whispered on the And I line. shake my head. It is. And then he stops. Emily like interrupts him. And he's like, "Ah." Oh. Been sitting in this bar for three fucking days, waiting on all of you in this shithole. Wish I was back home. <sighs> I would anyway. like to roll intimidation and say, "Calm yourself." 22. Talk to me again like that after I've been waiting a long time. You guys will be paying a lot more than you're paying right now. I can fucking guarantee you that. I'm not sure it's reasonable for you to be angry for waiting for us when we had no fucking clue you were here waiting for us. I ain't angry that you waited on you. I'm angry your friend's talking shit to me right when she shows up when I'm trying to do you all a favor. Do tell. Aust has given you all a cloak. I'm sure your weird little friends around here some fucking weird just being a little creep running around the bar. But Aust told me to tell you all He's helped his friends yet again. You guys remain great friends, but he needs you to look into something for him. 
as payment. Also, he wants me to tell you you can't keep that cloak forever. It's the most important thing we own. So I imagine that you, it's a pretty fucking easy guess that we need it back and that uh, we've done you a pretty big favor giving it to you. We've been having to hold off on heists all up and down the uh, Dragon's Reach Sea. Cool story, how are you gonna find it? You don't think we can find it? You're sadly mistaken, friend. Okay. Okay, well. Again, threaten us one more time, see what happens. There is not going to be shit for you to steal if the entire civilization collapses, so just hang in there, buddy. We'll get back to you. Look. What do you want? We need you to look at something called, uh, and he pulls out this little piece of paper and he's like, uh, bear, bear, beariches, beariches hold. Bearish's hold. Bearish's hold. Bridges hold. Hold or hold? Uh, hold. Oh, fuck. Oh, says. Is Bearish's it hold? Hold. Hold. Okay. Uh, Bearish's hold, he was a, he was a first great bandit, lord of the NSC here at the Dragon's Reach. He's a, apparently a real fucking swell guy. And uh, somewhere to the north, somewhere, someone has rediscovered it, his hold, where he held all his treasures. Everybody fucking died. They all walk in there, they die. Except one, except one guy, he came back. Hmm. Everyone except that guy, uh... Who was that guy? I don't know his fucking name, but here's the deal. It's what Oss told me to tell you. Everyone he was with died, right? Mm-hmm. And when he came back, all he mentioned was that he found Barrick's hold and that everyone was he was with died. If there wasn't treasure there, he would have mentioned there wasn't treasure there. But he didn't mention the treasure, so you all are gonna go look for it. Where are we gonna look for this? Uh, well, it, it's up to the north. All we know is uh, we got a little clue from someone uh, through, uh, through means that we ain't too proud of, but through means that were necessary. We got uh, Surprising. to the north, two blind giants. That's all we know. And they're likely gathering a group Two blind giants? A place? Uh, to the north. Two blind giants. That's all we got out of them. I don't think they know. Okay. But, uh, he's likely gathering a group right now, now that they're done questioning him, to get up there and try to get that fucking treasure before we can, so we need you all to get up there and take it. Like also, to... we need to get those braces off your weird little friend so we get that fucking cloak back so we can get back to making money. Agreed on that part. Um, uh, do you roll... have any... Oh, sorry. Good. Uh, so you want to get the braces off. Where do you suggest we do that? According to Chessie, you all already had some way to do it. Okay. We just need you to okay. hurry it yeah, up. I just, I just was wondering if you had a better way. Could we just fucking got here and tell us to hurry up? Hey, I can barely read. I'm just a messenger. You guys are being real assholes. You're the asshole, dude. Is your brother the one that made that really beautiful map? Yeah, uh, Palmer drew that map. It was right. pretty good. It was really good. <laughs> I bet you're as good of an artist, though. Maybe even better. And you see him blush a little, and he's like, ah. I did teach him how to draw. Do you think that you could provide us with maybe a map that could help us out, just like your brothers? This guy doesn't know how to draw a fucking map. I already told you everything I knew. Uh, okay. Finished my job here, but uh, right. look, Austin's gonna come by to see you before you leave the, the city. He didn't want to come here in front of everybody because, uh, well, he's been stealing things without his cloak, so Fair. he ain't wanting to be seen in public or nothing like that, get caught by the fucking hey. authorities for helping his friends out. Do you mind asking around if you have something that could possibly house something of the greatest heat that you've ever seen in your entire life? Like, you guys have some really cool magic items. Like, I think maybe we could provide a little deal. Uh, I mean, I can ask. I, it ain't up to me or nothing. It would help you get the cloak back faster. Yeah, it would help you get the cloak back faster. I ain't supposed to get the cloak. I'm just supposed to tell you we need it back. I'm just telling you, they tell lost it back quickly. 
This is a way that it can happen faster than if we try to do it on our own. Fuck, I mean, I'll try to remember all that, but I don't know if I can. Okay. I don't know that you can either. I'll write him a note and I'll say, hello, Aust. We have a very powerful magic item that needs to be housed in something that can handle great heat. If you know of something, please let us know. It'll help you get your cloak back faster. Heart, Adelaide, and the crew. Patches. Patches. <laughs> yeah. He takes it. He takes it, and he uh, he doesn't even he doesn't read it or anything. He looks at it for a second, and you see him like furrow his brow and squint his eyes, and then he just puts it away into his pocket. I and he's like cursive, like really elaborate cursive. Yeah, you see him like you see some confusion set into his face for a second, and then he just puts it in his pocket, and he's like. Uh, all right, I'll make sure Ols gets this, but uh, I'm hey, I'm fucking serious. He wants that cloak back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and to, be, to be honest with you, looking for treasure sounds like fun, but uh, we've got some things to do before we do that. Yeah, it's uh, it's on the list. Hey, I was just told to tell you this. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Thank you for waiting for us. Are me and Volna in the room? Yeah, everyone's in the room. Cool. So I'm looking at Volna the whole time that this is going on, and I'm just like, Volna, like, can we... Because, I mean, we're just here for... And this sounds really fun, and can we do the thing? I've promised them 48 hours, we're down to 24. Y'all mind if I tag along? I'm bored AF! We can't do that in 24 hours. We have have two things to to do before... I click my bracers together, I'm like, we gotta get these off. I I say, (laughs) we lived for like a thousand fucking years. Can we just go with them, please? I'm so fucking bored. I've been on the road for like, I don't know, a day! I am not your keeper. If you go with them, that is up to you. But I'm supposed to bring you with... Just hang for three days. Give me four days. Just five days. <laughs> uh, you can try to roll persuasion. <laughs> can I help? Uh, no, because he was whispering the whole time you guys were okay. talking to Palmer. It is uh, persuasion plus zero. It is a 12. Yeah, with the 12, she's like, look, I'm, I'm sure you understand more than anyone. I've already given them more time than I wanted to go home. It's time I returned home. It's been a decade. We need to get her home first, I think. We can do this on the way back. You are can they, totally come with us. I mean, do we hear is this? Is it on the way? Conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't talk to them. I don't hear it's, it's <laughs> sort of, No, this is happening while you all are talking to well, Palmer. Well, that wasn't. Well, yeah, well, he's, he's like, you said you were whispering to her while the whole thing was going on. So you all are talking to Palmer while this I'm just is looking happening. at her anxiously like a dog that really has to pee. And then I say that stuff. But I'm just like, well, if you guys are down with getting Volna back on track on time, then that's even better news for me. If you guys want to do that, I mean, I have to be there. So can we do that? Are you guys interested in this bullshit? Uh, yeah. I am. Okay. Absolutely. Always. This is I like my shit. So can you come back and do that after we take her home? Yeah. yeah. Sweet, let's yeah. do that. With that Task number shit. one is just getting these bracers off my arms. I gotta escort Volna, that's my job. Yeah. And I will remind you guys that Palmer did tell you there was a timeline on it and that they were worried that the, the survivor is already gathering people to go yeah. look at whatever was in there. So they definitely <laughs> put we, like a rush was, order on this. I'd like to whisper to Arwell, could we possibly get more information and suggest a few things from the person who came back and... We can definitely do a lot of things. Mm, we have options. You guys hear a voice. We have options. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and, uh, an incorporeal voice say, we can do a lot of stuff. <laughs> Just I'm trying to like... From behind the barrels. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Um, I think thunder shout first. Did our thief? Yeah, I have yeah, a lot of things I want to do. Well, he's still standing we here. Still we here. need okay. to. We're gonna rest. Yeah, and, I have and a then lot we got Council of Lords thunder shout. Yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, Buddy, do you need anything else? Arnold stands up and he's like, "That's about fucking it." Just glad you guys finally came. You know. 
you guys ask a lot of favors from the Thieves Guild, so, uh, I mean, you know, good fucking luck with everything, and, uh, I guess I'll see you around. We haven't asked one fucking favor from the Thieves Guild. Um, oh, yeah, where's your short little friend at? Right, oh, you guys just we didn't sent that to us without our yeah, asking Yeah, we didn't for ask it. for that. It's appreciated, Homie. but I'm pretty sure you're just trying to blackmail us into doing stuff for you because you're a bunch of pussies. Anyway, in the future, you have to wait for us to make your wait more pleasant so you won't be quite so pissy next time, maybe. I'm going to give Madame your name. You have whatever you want on my tab while you're waiting for us. Okay, sweetie? That'd be pretty fucking nice. Yeah, yeah. So just calm down, and we'll see you later. I'll still come see you guys when he's ready, but definitely before you leave town, so don't leave if you ain't seen him yet. We're sort of in a hurry here. We got things to do and places to go. We're not staying long, so tell him to hurry it up or he's going to miss us. <laughs> you want me to tell him to hurry? I can, but it seems like you guys are... No, nah, just give him the note. All right, I'll see you guys later. I'm going to get... Uh, I'm going to put a drink on that fucking tab before I leave, you get though. Get a drink on your way out. <laughs> I lean out the door. Madame! This one, he needs booze. And she's like, all right, I got him. And I'm doing this. The thing where she oh, that weird, that weird guy's your friend? Yeah, just give him a drink. <laughs> okay, she's like, oh, okay, I got yeah. you. Thanks, sweetie. I'll take care of your friend. As he's walking out of the room, I just want to like, slide of hand, <laughs> smacking him on the ass really hard so he doesn't know who to let. <laughs> okay. And if he turns around, I want to wink at him. That one. <laughs> yeah, and Patches goes to Patches goes to slap his hand, and yeah. as you go to slap it, on the, on the, yeah, yeah, you go to slap his ass, and his hand is around your wrist before you even move it, and he's like, "Just because I ain't so smart, don't think I ain't a thief." Right. He's like, he's like, I can read you, and Orsa's gonna hear about this, and then he turns around and walks up toward the bar. Okay, cool. And I want to grab Volna and bring her out to the bar with me. Sure. And talk to me now. As you guys are all talking, Sionis is just like sitting there with this thing on his back. He's just like watching back and forth, and he's like, I, I mean, really, it's just been three days, and it's just like, there's just so much going on. You guys are all, this is so interesting. I'd like yeah. to walk up and give him a hug. <laughs> yeah, somebody tell him this is normal. He's like, oh, uh, it, thanks, I guess. It's just normal that you guys do this kind of stuff yeah, all the time. Yeah, Professor, it's going to be fine. This is what it's like. This, uh, Whew, this might be a little too much for me. Perhaps I'll have a drink, too. Yeah, you should. I'm, I'm taking Volna out to meet posture. Madame. I want to introduce her formally. Yeah, you take her out, and uh, Arnold is asleep on the bar, mm -hmm. like face down with a little drink that in front exactly of him, like drooling would. a little bit on the bar as he's sitting here. And I sort of took like, a napkin under his cheek. So yeah. <laughs> Madame like, is like ignoring him completely, and he's just like passed out on the bar right here. This motherfucker. Fabulous. What does he have on him? He has a bunch of daggers on him. He has daggers all up and down his pants. You can try to investigate. Yeah, I want to investigate. Yeah. Herb alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, roll investigation. The dead guy? Mm -hmm. No. While he's, uh, he's uh, looting no. the passed out man at the bar, I just wanted to see if I could get Madame to requisition some appropriate clothing for Volna yeah. so she doesn't have to go around in a costume for a while. Something appropriate Ten. to her station. Nah, it's been like half an hour, because she sang oh. and you guys talked. And... Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, since you cast oh. that. It's probably been like 20 minutes since you cast no, that. Not, yeah, um, so... What was it? Investigation. I mean, sorry, what was your roll? Oh, 17. Uh, yeah, with 17, you were able to find 45 gold on his person. And a bunch of daggers? And, like, six daggers. And that's it? Mm-hmm. Sell those daggers? And he's asleep on the bar? He seems to be passed out. I push him onto the floor. <laughs> yes, he passes. Him onto the floor he digs through his pockets. And I run, like, away. He digs through his pockets, and, like, <laughs> you see something shimmer in the pocket, and then you see patches, like, and then he just grabs the guy and throws him <laughs> in the floor. And then he runs around to the other side of it. Uh, he's still asleep in the floor, Perfect. like crumpled over. So there's two bodies in the floor now. Nice. 
Elvis Presley just got cleaned up. Now <laughs> Arnold is sitting here. So good. Um, we, so we should does, go to, does we should go to sleep. Does Madame have a request right? for? Yeah, we yes, yeah. She's like, ah, oh, darling, I'll get you something. something. Uh, she's, Madame, she's sort of royalty, so something appropriate to her station. If she's like, oh, I hear you. That might cost a little, but That's only fine. expenses for one of my girls. I promise. That's, we'll cover it. Don't worry. Um, before I go to sleep, I'm gonna roll history on uh, Barrage's hold and two blind giants. Okay. Mm. Not bad. Uh, history. Ooh, nice. 22. With the 22, you would know that yeah. you roll your eyes as soon as he says it. Like, what an idiot. Learn, like, he didn't even have to read it, but he didn't even remember it right. Yeah. It's Barracks Hold. Barracks Hold. Um, so B-A-R-R-O-C-H. It is somewhere to the north up in the Earthspur Mountains, but that's all you know. And it's only rumor. It's just happenstance. It's like any treasure. It's like any treasure hunt. Like, no one knows if it's real or if it's just from a story that got out of hand or anything like that. What about but, two blind giants? Uh, two blind giants does not ring any bells. Okay. Can we cheers to D&D? Oh, yeah, sure. D&D. Up top. Damn, Elvis Presley is the, the best character ever. Yeah, to the best D&D group ever. Mary's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Going to bed? I'm not. Night night. Listen, what are you doing My here? ass is meditating. Oh yeah, you do trance shit. That's fun. I'm oh, you guys have someone who can trance now. Yes. So you guys all go up into your room and you can sleep. This nerd. This full elf. <laughs> yeah, Fuck he's, him. he's meditating. Dude, I'm going to play an elf for so long. It's. I love that shit. Is sleep what kills us? Because like, elves <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> live a long time and they don't sleep. <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe. Is that science? I don't know. Uh, Madame does give you all a room. She actually gives you two because right now your party is fairly large. Uh-huh. Uh, you have one new person. You have two others I with mean, you. Seal I risk. Mean, so I have a room anyway? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But so she gives you... room and an additional for the extras. Yes. Yeah, okay. I want a room with Silurus. And as, as Madame like goes to talk to you all, you go to your rooms and she's like, Darlings, I love helping y'all out. I love uh, being there for you, but... Having two rooms gone at this time, I can't hand them out for free. I, like a little something to help to help know, you, honey, lady. What, out. what do you need I for the second room? room. Uh, I could make even on it if you guys all just gave me like a, a gold piece. I could. That'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, where, what do we have left that we saved from Guyana Buffalo? We, we each got two fifty. I could pay for me and Volna's rooms. You guys got that from for killing the Shambling Mound. Is that cool? It's a gold for the for, for everything. I did okay. So if you want to pay the gold, I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay the gold. Yeah, you have like 19 gold now. Where? So uh, your new okay. friend Van took care of the. He covered it. Oh. He was yes. like here, bing, and like flicked her a golden coin, and she caught it, and she's like, and she, yeah, Madame catches it, she bites into it with one of her tusks, and she's like, I can tell I'm gonna like your new friend here. Seems like good people. I think we might, except Callista gives a little side eye because he's like really attractive and she resents that. And uh, Madame comes around. <laughs> I'm fu- by the way, I'm fucking hot. I have like, so, like I have, I'm like unworldly beautiful. I have silver eyes. I had yet to meet anybody else with metallic eyes, and I'm a little pissed about it. Oh, silver and gold eyes in the party. Uh-huh. By the way, it's canonical that Adelaide is a virgin, so she's just sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> like one of our side quests be to get Adelaide laid. Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> this should absolutely happen. I don't know. Love it. Um, yeah, and so as you guys are about to go up to your rooms, Madame's talking to you about how she likes your new handsome friend. She walks over and she starts like picking Arnold up off of the floor and setting him back into his seat. And she's like, it's a good time and it's funny, but it ain't good for my other customer's morale. Also, if he wakes up, it seems like you guys might have owed him a favor or something strange. So maybe it's better he doesn't know his black eye came from you all. Probably not. I'll, I'll fabricate something. I'll get. I'll let him know that uh, he got a little rowdy at the bar and then he talked to all of you. Oh, honey, for all he knows, he just passed out and fell off of that thing. Hey, maybe that's what I'll tell him. Yeah. 
All right. You guys sleep Thanks, tight. Thanks, man. He's an asshole. All right. You guys enjoy your rooms. You need me to send anybody up? And just let me know. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Thank you. I'm going to slide her an extra gold piece and say thank you for being our friend. She's like, I, darling, you just keep taking care of my Callista, and it's on the house. And she slides it back we're over like to she's you. she's taking care of me. Yeah, we're going to get with Soros, and we're going to talk. So it, the rooms are, unless you guys are opposed to this, it's going to be Arwul, Silris, Volna, and Van. And then the second room will be Adelaide, Callista, and Patches. Uh, no, all I want to talk about is uh, his contraption, and we're going to talk about... Yeah, we're just talking about engineering feats. I want to, like, go over his crossbow again. I'll tell you this. I will let you use your tinkering kit now that you have a moment to sit down and really look at uh -huh. it, because you tried to help him on the road, which yeah. might be where you were heading with this. Um, Not necessarily, but... Are you interested, though? Yeah, no, I'm very Because interested. you had... And I'm only saying this because I just listened to that episode, mm -hmm. and you were talking to him about, like, if I had a workbench and stuff, yeah. like, this might be easier, but, like, right now, because you rolled pretty low, you were like, I don't know. So yeah. if you want another opportunity to, like, try and improve it, Sure, like improve it, but like I just want to get, give it a good look. Yeah. Also, I want to do something right afterward. But so just my proficiency and intelligence. Uh, your proficiency and your intelligence. Yes. Okay. Fourteen. Uh, with a 14, you are actually, you notice that the way that he has these bolts set, mm -hmm. they're just in like a hole basically, and they have the crossbow strings in the back. Mm -hmm. And you think that if you were to put a, like a landing pad for them to sit in, mm -hmm. that, and it was curved, that they would shoot a little more accurately. And you actually are able to help him improve this just okay. by making the flat pieces of metal he has as the landing pads mm -hmm. curve a bit. Cool. You think it'll improve the aerodynamics and the projectiles. Awesome. Yeah, so you are able to improve upon his cool. thing. And he's like, oh, professor, this is incredible. It's one of my greatest works, and you made it better in only 20 minutes. My two favorite professors <laughs> It's easier to come in other. after it's already been created, Sirius. And he puts his hand on you without looking, and he's like, thanks for that. <laughs> Absolutely. As, uh, could I have some of your stuff? I want to make another uh, fire starter. Like, I want to see if he has any equipment to make a fire starter. Yeah, oh, his bag is full of shit. Okay, it has, cool. he pulls out a bunch of these things as he's looking for it, and he's like, for improving on my, on my, uh, on my triple bolt shooter? Of course! Yeah. Um, and he pulls this out, he pulls out two vials, and they look like they have burn sticks that have been turned to ash in them, and dirt that seems like it oh, is yeah. Those, just stuff. corrupted by, like, mold and parasites, and it's like, it's the same things you all had in that forest before you came here, but now they're just ruined, and they're mm -hmm. dead, and it seems like all of the magic and the wonder in them has like faded quickly and the, the glasses are like fogged up. It's really strange and gross. But he does have the things to start, uh, to make a fire starter. Cool, I'm gonna make a fire starter in the okay. bed. So you basically have a lighter now. Yeah. Uh, and with your kit, that's like an automatic thing you can make. With your kit knowledge, you can just always yeah, make just one of those. Yeah, just my race mm -hmm. yep. yeah. Oh, right, and being, oh, right. So yeah, you can just make one of those. Uh, cool, because that is my like meditation thing. I always like to... No, Callista wants to tuck into bed early so that she can get up early before everybody else and go down and check in with Madame for a little ear-to-the-ground action and see if there's any rumors in town. Holla. So you wake up a little early, everyone's still snoozing away. Uh, she now knows are you trying to Are you trying to be quiet so you don't wake yeah, them up? Yeah, I'm trying not to wake them up. Roll a, roll, a, roll a little stealth for me. Stealth. Just to see if you don't wake anybody up. Something I'm decent at. 13? Patches, you wake up as Callista attempts to leave the room. I don't, like get up, but I just, like, crack an eye and watch. So, uh, continue I to do what you were going to do. Kiss and got the door. <laughs> <laughs> you see, she doesn't know you're awake, but she does blow you a kiss just because she loves you. <laughs> yeah, so Calissa, she's up and she's out. And uh, as you get up and you go out, you notice that there is there are fine garments mm -hmm. hung on the door just across the hall from yours. Oh, how nice. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to see those. So I'm going to go down to see Madame. And first of all, is she up? <laughs> 
she, you would know that she would be in her office. Okay. Um, it's an office. It's like really, it's like a really crude table that she sits at. Though she is a woman who likes to present herself well, she also understands the importance of practicality, not spending too much on things. So she sits at a very simple desk in this office. You know exactly how to knock, exactly how to enter. You come in, you shut the door behind you. Okay. You, you two are alone for yeah. a moment. Good morning, madame. How you doing? Oh, darling, it was a long night. Your friend finally woke up and he was trying to start trouble, but oh, I think he has a kind heart. I just think he's dumb a little, a little dumb. Yeah. He's a little, he's a little, he's a, he's a, he's a few, he's a few wands short of a wand box, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. But yeah, just uh, he might come back waiting for us again. So if you do, just keep him comfortable and I'll cover whatever. Hey, it seems like, you know, I know that it's hard dealing with people in a world like this, especially in this town. And I, I have my uh, theories mm -hmm. on who he's involved with. Mm -hmm. And it right. seems like they've helped you all out a little bit. So I got to I got to appreciate and respect him for that, even if he uh even if he doesn't have a silver tongue like mm -hmm. all of us. And you see her, she has a glass. Uh, she has a very appropriate amount of wine in a glass. And she just sips on it a little bit every once in a while. She doesn't take That's a big gulp or anything, but she takes a little sip off of it just like she's tasting it. You you rarely see her drink, but she's just having a little bit in here. And she's going over some paperwork this morning. She's like, yeah, what can I help you with, darling? Well, first of all, what do we owe you for those garments? They're lovely. You know, those garments, uh, they, they came pretty cheap. I had someone to hook me up. I think okay. five silver pieces ought to do it. We'll call it even. You got it. I hand them to her. She and as she, she has this money out on the table, which she hasn't. She has not tried to hide from you. Mm -hmm. She her numbers are like just sprawled across this table. You can see every bit of money she has and makes and what this bar is worth and everything. She hides none of them. Yeah. She but she okay? takes the five silver pieces and she writes it down on the piece of paper. Uh, you would notice that the numbers are a little low. A little, little low compared slow. to what it normally is. Yeah. Are you asking so, her? Oh no, you're just saying you know it. You well, notice it has been slow. It's been yeah. slow. But I, I do want to ask her about it as a lead in to sort of asking about what's going on in town. Sure. So you know. So, Madame, looks like uh, things have been a little quiet lately here. Ah, uh, Callista, don't worry about it. I, you know, I, I should have hid these papers. I should have known you'd be looking at them, but uh, I'm fine. Okay, I'm okay. fine. And look, you know more than just about anybody else that though the tavern is good for business and it makes me plenty of money, it ain't the only thing I got going on for me, you know. So if there are less people in here, maybe all for the better. Okay, okay. Um, how are things in town in general? It seems really... Oh, know, things are bad. If you all are going to the Council of Lords, I'd be, uh... I'd be awaiting, uh, some, uh, upsetting news. Uh, people have been leaving. No merchants are coming into town. Not after the dragon was seen out there. Mm -hmm. The Midsummer's Festival is all but ruined. There's, like, one guy out there selling caramel apples, and they ain't even that good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Oh, shit. It's terrible. Look. Things ain't looking so good right now, and uh, as, uh, as much as I hate saying things like this and being a dramatic woman, it uh, looks like you guys might be our best bet, though I hurried. They sent another group out in your place because you took so long to get back. Interesting, since they ended up sending us to the elemental plane of fire. Well, word has it they gave you two days. You know how long you've been gone for, darling? No. It's been four weeks. Really? What? Time must run differently where we were. Who'd they send out? Ah, uh, some brute and his friends. They went out there. No How description, that? names, anything? That's all I know. That's all you know, some brute and his friends. Well, I'm sure they'll have better luck than we did. Was it, what's their names? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well, my guess is if they encounter the same shit we've been encountering, they might not come back at all, so. Well, better for you, better to line your pockets with. I'm sure Patches will be happy to hear about that. Yeah. 
Probably. How's he doing, by the way? Is he all right? He seems different. Mm, I mean, I feel like he's doing his Pash's thing. As long as he's fine. As far as I can tell, he's been a... His fingers have been extra sticky lately, I think. That's a gross way to put it, but all right. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm just trying to make a joke to lighten up the situation because gotcha, everything's so gotcha. doom and gloom. I'm doing my best to try to keep an eye on things and keep him from getting taken in somewhere that we have to bust him out of, but we'll see uh, what happens. I've been meaning to ask, but I didn't want to ask in front of all your friends. Mm. What happened to that weird guy you hung out with? Oh, man, it was heartbreaking. On the way back, we uh, stopped to do a little side job, and uh, you, you saw the buffalo. Oh, big, yeah, big, that big weird cow you hung out with. Sweet yeah. creature, just adorable. We loved him. I love um, that thing. Yeah, we uh, we lost the buffalo in the fight, and it was... He uh, ran away? No, no, he, he was killed. Um, oh, my God. On well, of the party. That, uh, that fella's dog has been coming around here waiting on you all every night, oh, just sitting outside. Steve. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well. Way to kick me in the balls. <laughs> He's out there every night. I feed him some scraps, and the girls will give him attention, but he'll just sit outside of the door every you single night. That's, that's really sweet of you guys to take care of him. I don't know. I'll tell you guys when you come for breakfast. We'll see what happens. Wait, we'll, we'll see about <laughs> Pat just, just euthanizes him. We got shit to do. No, right. that fucking dog will die so fast if it comes with us. That's true. That's true. It'll be sad. Fun. That's sweet of you to look after him. I don't think um, that our, the guy, that guy, who owned the buffalo will be back around. Um, but if you see him, let him know that we'd love to see him again. I've always got your backs, and uh, I put it on your tab. She gives you a little yeah. wink, and she's like, if he comes back, you'll be the first to know. Thank you, doll. Appreciate it. Anything else we should know that's happened while we were gone? Any lander news? Uh, oh, oh I, oh, I was hoping you'd never ask. Uh, uh, let's just say... Uh, They've been singing songs about you. Yeah, that sounds crazy. A couple people came in here and tried to sing them oh, and uh, uh. kicked them right on out of here. They won't be playing in here ever again if I have anything to say about it. But yeah. look, Callista, uh, you didn't hear this from me, but this very night, he's performing for some nobles. Hmm. He's going to be singing them songs he's been writing about you and your friends. Hmm. Let's kill it. Friends <gasps> into it? <gasps> look. Asshat. Uh, I'm sure your fat, greasy friend in there was talking about it, but uh, he knows y'all bad people. Everybody else knows it too. Not just here, and all the cities surrounding us. He'd been mm -hmm. gone for a month. He's been singing them songs about you. Mm. So uh, I wouldn't go in any scribe stores if I was you. I wouldn't be telling people your name, not for now, not because you ain't a, not because you ain't a beautiful shining light on a hill, but because uh, everybody's got <laughs> a bad you. taste in their mouths about you. Interesting. Maybe just whip it. out them boobies and change their minds. <laughs> <laughs> that works in some places, but I'm not sure. Well, and she, this whole time she's only turned you a few times, but she's doing some numbers and she's like, certainly works here. <laughs> and she like goes back to her numbers. Uh, got a point, but these are my people. So I appreciate the, uh, the inside information, madame. She says, you know, it's always, always good to see you. And uh, if you ever need anything from me, you just let me know. And as she says that, she's like counting the money and she's writing these things. And without looking at you, she passes you this. It looks exactly the way I have written it. Hmm. Thank you, madame. She's like, you need anything else, you just come and you let me know. I appreciate it, sweetheart. You're the best. You mind sending out a plate of um, a table full of breakfast for my friends when they come down? I already took care of it. You're the best. 
And she goes back to writing her numbers down. She daintily sips on her wine in between those teeth. You can hear the glass tink up against her tusks as you are walking out. As you walk yes, out, uh, Patches, I don't know if there's anything you would like to do, but you are. I, I, you can just go back to bed. I, I trust Callista. I wasn't okay. going to like. So everybody's awake. No, do we get a long rest in? Yeah, everyone gets a long, long rest. Bless your hearts. Bless your hearts. hearts. I get one with way less effort than you guys. Oh, shit, my babies. That's right. We have ad spots now. We've got to keep the torches lit over here at Hit Dice, and this is how we're going to do it. So if I may borrow your attention for just a moment, I am very proud to announce our newest sponsor, thedeckofmini.com. Yo, if you're unfamiliar with them, I actually already use them at my table. So them being a sponsor is a really natural choice. Uh, when I'm juggling a whole lot at once, they have a lot of really cool materials to help me do that and help me run the table. They have these decks that have RPG reference cards that have like full art, statistics, descriptions. They're super fucking cool. And they're really not that expensive. Whether I'm keeping up with all of my NPCs, which as you guys know, I have like way too many of, making up characters characters on the fly, handing out magic items, keeping up with spells, or balancing and organizing encounters as we play through them here at Hit Dice, they literally have a deck for every single one of those things. I've been supporting them since they were a Kickstarter, and this is a company that I really personally believe in. Head over to their site, thedeckofmini.com, and check out their inventory. They have all the decks that I mentioned and more. It's essential at my table to ensure that I run a smooth game and to keep the podcast flowing as well. We really could not be doing this without these guys, so it really is my honor and privilege to welcome them to the team. So let's give them a big hit dice family welcome. Go over to their website, thedeckofmini.com, and check out what they have to offer. You will not be disappointed. Uh, so you all wake up, you all walk downstairs, and as you do, Volna is looking elegant and beautiful. As hot as Van is, she's like that, but a woman. And so she's just this elf with strong features. Her gowns are made of these beautiful purples and reds, and they just catch your attention on her as soon as she is sitting there. And they fit on her body like they were made specifically for her. But everyone is coming down for breakfast. Volna is looking more like nobility than she ever has before. You all found her covered in soot. Then you walked her through these things and saw her battle. You saw sweat and blood and this soot and these like this weird costume that didn't fit her right but as she comes down if you all had seen her like this when you had first met her you would have known she was nobility like as soon as you saw her but like seeing her like this it just like gives each of you just a little bit more respect for her mm-hmm. and, uh, and she I feel comes like down. I'm really proud to be associated with her I want to I sit down right next to her when yeah. she's standing. and she's very comfortable with you <laughs> doing it and she sits there and she starts to even though it's a very greasy breakfast mm-hmm. she seems to have no qualms about it and she just like digs right into it and starts eating she doesn't say anything except uh Good morning, everyone. So I'm going head outside of my cloak. I'm like, you look nice, Volna. I'm going to put it back under. Volna, you look beautiful. Patches is a little anxious and on edge and kind of like tapping my foot like I'm ready to get moving. What are we doing? <laughs> so you guys are all eating your breakfast. Um, Silver speaks up and he's like, friends, I didn't sleep well last night. Um, as much fun as this has been, I thought it would be more of a research endeavor than a life-threatening Endeavor, uh, I'm sure I can be of help to you all in some way, but would it offend you all too much if I stayed in Raven's Bluff and helped you from here? Because apparently you have friends here. I would love a backup help. This has been the scariest four days of my life. Uh, I don't think I want to go back out. Professor, did you officially meet Madame? 
Oh, she served me some drinks and took care of me, and and, uh, and you see that there is like a lip mark on his oh, <laughs> on the side of his face with two like little tusk well, marks. She's a very Could wonderful a person. She's uh, a very wonderful person. And you she can tell, like, here. as he's as he's rubbing his glass, he like sheepishly looks over at her <laughs> and like comes back to it. You see Van like, just like it. eating yeah. some eating whatever the biscuits and gravy or whatever, and oh, he's it, just like it, like Naruto's like oh! he, he's just like stoked. And he's like, yeah, road ain't for everybody, kid. Blah, we're just like. Yeah. He's yeah. so happy. The he's not like here. he's not like a slob about it, but he's just like. Uh, Vola looks to Adelaide as she compliments her, and she says, uh, "It feels good to be back in clothing, suiting my station." And I don't mean that the way it sounds, but I guess I just mean. No, you look like you again. It's nice not to feel dirty for the first time in ten years. Yeah, you deserve Absolutely. that. And while we're having breakfast, um, because I don't want Volna to be caught off guard, I want to tell her. Um, just the basic story of my history with Lander and what's going on there. And okay. also recount for the group what I've just learned from Madame about how long we've been gone and what's going <gasps> down. What? So basically, um, I came down early this morning and talked to Madame. Um, we've been gone for four weeks. What? I'm here. That's crazy. I guess wherever we were on that other plane, time must run differently, but a lot more time has elapsed. And Lander has been busy. Fuck that hassle. We do not have a great reputation right now. Uh, me specifically and you all for being associated with me. Probably not you. You're probably good there, new guy. But um, yeah. just yeah. me and Maris is probably going to, uh, who knows. Um, so shit might not be what we're expecting in other places in town now that we're here. Um, but he's performing tonight, <laughs> Lander is. Oh, yeah? And I don't know. I'm a little torn because... Like the perfect sky. With what we have been through in the last, what, like, week for us, four weeks for everybody else, I'm not sure I even care about that motherfucker anymore. Really? What we're working on is hmm. so much more important. I don't know, though. I would, I would love to completely sabotage and ruin his life. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, I'm not done. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure we can accomplish what we need to with him spreading bullshit about me and about us. If somebody's blowing up your name in a bad way, you can't let that shit roll. Yeah. You know how I feel, though? I feel like we could go the petty small route. Or we could write a fucking goddamn big-ass story that we're uh, already involved in. We could totally write a name for ourselves mm-hmm. that would totally override anything he could say about us. You know, I How about both? I've written Why not both? Bondlander and... And Patches, in front of his plate, just sees a fucking silver ball bearing appear out of nowhere. Oh, like... And just hit the table in front of him. I'm like... I like your style, bro. I send you oh, a message. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't read it. Uh, so Calista. Yeah, you yeah. guys talk while they're talking. Um, so I feel like we have a lot of things on our plate right now. Yeah. And I know Lander is such an asshole, and like just I really know, want to know, just like wrap that. my fingers around him and stare in his eyeballs and tell him he's gonna die lonely. I want to watch but, that. But um, I kind of feel like we need to get bracers off. We need to talk to the council. Like mm-hmm. we need to get. Sh- if it's really been four weeks. I am feeling the pressure of yeah. like that's we why I think go. like I'm not sure we need to like his bullshit is petty at this point and it doesn't matter. And as I much. feel like I would love to be in good hands with the thieves guild, but like, what story do we want to write right now? I feel like we need to decide that as a group. Like, what do we want to do? Like, do I we want, want to find out more about the tearfall? And see, I feel like sure. big storyline for sure. Do you feel like side quests, thieves guild? I feel like the first thing we have to do 
It's talk to the council. It's talk to the council. Me too. Mm-hmm. Which I I and forgot to mention. Get the bracers off. While and we then were gone, they sent another group out because they didn't. I guess they didn't think we were. Who did they back. send out? Um, all Madame knows is a group led by some brute. Was, uh, was it, the it that idiot group? Maybe. Well, they they did not get as much reconnaissance as we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, alright. We need to go talk to them. Maybe they did get enslaved. The shit we're dealing okay. with is going to require um, intelligence. I have, a, I have an idea, though. Like, I know Arwal personally doesn't really trust the council, and I think it might be prudent if we don't tell them that Arwal is still a part of us, and we lost two members instead of just one, mm. and it's just the three of us, and we've talked about this, and I think it's we have smart. talked about this, and I think that we should maybe. And while y'all ask pointedly questions, he'll be there. I can see what they're thinking. Mm. Yeah, that gives us wow. That is yeah, I like it a lot. You guys always fuck me up. What are we gonna What are we gonna do with this? Elemental stone. Well, for now, I think that should be separate from the council. Honestly, I think we should talk to Thundershout. Ooh, you guys have an oh, elemental stone? stone? Shh, hush. <laughs> I mean, you guys have an elemental stone? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I, I think it's of all the people on fire, it? I think Thundershout <laughs> is the best person to talk to about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you okay. thieves content to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but it's, but it's, a, but, it's but the deal is it's a sneaky language, a and so they, yeah, they're sitting across the table and while you guys are talking. Patches is pretending to eat, but like yeah. tapping his fork on the plate. No, no, I, and I feel like you could do. So, yeah, I feel like you could do a million different things like to get magic, the same right? message yeah. across. As you all are talking, Volna is sitting there and she is eating her breakfast very normally. This is the first time you all have seen her eat normally, except for when uh, she was dying of malnutrition and she almost threw up trying to eat you all's rations. But now she's eating normally, and she, though she eats quickly, she eats very uh, on purpose, and nothing gets around her mouth. It's perfectly in there, she chews it. And as she pushes her plate away and you all are talking, she goes, uh, you all are talking about, maybe you'll go see Lander, maybe you won't, maybe you'll talk to the Council of Lords, maybe you won't. She says, a lot can happen in 12 hours. And she pushes her plate in front of her. Okay. And you can tell that, like, even though Van seems pretty lighthearted and he's, like, super chill, he is, like, looking at Volna like it hurts him because she looks thin mm-hmm. and, and... Yes, yes, 100%. Her cheeks are, like... Yeah. Her and cheeks are sucked in, in, and you can see her ribs through her clothes, yeah. and as she moves, she shakes. Yeah. Like, even though she's putting her plate, you can see it shaking, and you can see her trying to keep her composure, but, Van, you would know that she is hurting, yeah. and she is struggling, and, like, she is trying to recover. And it hurts me that she is looking the way she is. And yeah. it, it's I'm just trying to be like, yeah, it's cool, but I'm still just kind of like... Yeah. Down. And Silver has not touched his food. He's just uh, looking at it and listening to all of you, like, as he's sitting yeah, here. Silver's wearing eating. Uh, oh! Uh, uh, just not very hungry. Just don't have much of an appetite. Can I roll medicine? Well, if it tastes him? amazing, I'm taking my wand and make it taste awesome. <laughs> With breath <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's uh, forty-three out of fifty now. No, no, I'm at forty. Oh, thanks for being honest. A bunch of people. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Besides you guys, yeah. right? What are we gonna do? Medicine on him. Mm-hmm. Ten. Yeah, you're not really sure if he's not hungry, if he's anxious, if he's sick. You're not sure. I'm um, just gonna tell him to it'll go. be alright. We need to go. Um, we do need to go. Um, I'm going to thunder shouts on the way. We need to go see the Council of Lords, but you I need to see... You want to go Thunder first? I'm going to Thunder Shots first. Thunder I thought we decided as a group that we were going to the Council first. The, no. We need to get these off. We do. Yeah. I think they're both equal. I think 
whatever's closest, we should go first because they're both on our list of things to do yeah. equal. One cool thing about death, no bracers. You can also wear it off with this on. Oh, out. and you also don't trust the council, so you kind of want to hide council. this if you can. Yeah, right? and I don't think Silrus and Volna need to see the council. I don't know if they're going to talk as openly as you, you want them here? to. Silrus is... Staying, staying here. Yeah. Well, I know, but he definitely wants to see Thundershell. Guys, just saying, I seriously got to get Volna back. Yeah. Can y'all just come with? You guys are all talking really in cool. front of these guys, uh, and Silas is like, um, actually, if it's okay, I would like to meet the Council of Lords. Uh, I have a few things I'd like to say to them. Okay, we'll I mean, go there you first. Can, for sure. Enough? If yeah. you can grant me but an audience, if not, I I, well, I don't want to overstep my bounds. Try. I can't vouch for what they're going to do because of what my reputation is now, but we will yeah. try. I'd like to roll yes. persuasion. I would like to say Arul is not coming with us. Okay. To Silvers? Yes. Fuck, it's in that one. God damn it. Well, regardless, and, oh. and though I have much respect for Professor Garwin, I still have things I need to say to the council. Also, too, I'm going to just be open. Silvers. I'm like, yes. he's our friend. He's um, my professor. It's like, I'm going to. I like that. The group is going to say that I didn't make it through the Elemental Planet Fire. And he's like, Professor, I. I understand. We've worked together for a very long time. Yeah. The things I have to say to the council have little to do with your your group. I, Perfect. I have um, much I need to voice. But please play along with the fact that I'm... Oh, of course, of course. Because we don't Thank trust you. them. And, and yet you work for them. Sort of. It's, roundabout it's way. a means to an end. Exactly. I... I am not. I'm not one to judge. I'm not here to judge. Cool. Uh, as far as I've seen it, you all take care, care of yourselves. Exactly. Very well. We don't work for anybody. So, I trust you all, and uh, thank you for getting me this far, and for allowing me into your group. Thank you it's for coming. It's been an experience, a pleasure, and I've learned very much. It's been nice to have a little thingus with us. And he, he looks at Patches, and he, he grabs your shoulder, and even though you were, like, a little mean to him over the past couple days for not shooting right and for putting your lives at risk, he's like, uh, so, shall we go? Yes. Absolutely. So... You want to see the council? No, we're gonna get up and we're gonna start going, right? Yeah, but like, yeah. y'all want to go see the council? I'm like, what's, what's, what's what's closer, Thundershout or the council? Thundershout is much closer. Let's go to Thundershout. Right, let's go to yeah, Thundershot. you all get up and you walk out, and Madame's like, "Hey, good luck to all of you." And look, uh, and she walks over to I'm blow her a kiss. Yeah, she walks over to all of you and she gives Patches a big gross kiss on the side of his face, <laughs> and she's like, "Look, this is big. Yeah. Whatever you guys are talking about, it's big." And there's no shame in letting someone else handle this kind of stuff. If you guys need a place to stay, to be safe, if you decide you don't got anywhere else to go, you let me know. I'll take care of you. And if you discover who that someone else is that could handle it, let us know. Because so far, we haven't seen him. Ah! That's why I love you guys. She's saying ain't nobody good as us. She's like, she's like, she's like, don't, hey, don't misunderstand me. I just love you all and I want to see you okay. We love you too, Madame. We I look over you. at Madame and I'm like, Madame, that room last night was literally the best room I've ever stayed in. I wanted to also let you know, you have some of the most beautiful tusks I have ever seen. Roll persuasion. That is a 13. Honey, I am the master of flattering people. Don't let me be nice to these crazy hoodlums. <laughs> Get you confused? <laughs> If you want a better room, I can make it better. If you want to flatter me, you're barking up the wrong tree, honey. I just appreciate you and everything <laughs> you are. She's like, everybody does. You guys be careful. Come back if you need Love anything. You. Love you. Um, pause. You're a rogue without 
Any pluses to charisma? Yes, I am. Yes, he is. I don't have any pluses. All right. All right. Oh, I know I do. Never mind. Yep. But uh, I'll just say this. I'm smart. Deception. Yeah. So you all walk out. We need that. And even during the day, yeah, he's hey. he's he's gonna fill a few holes. Sumaris and Volna are with you. You guys are walking across Raven's Bluff, and even during the day, a few ships have gone out, but like normally every ship is out. Every ship is out, and they are all working, and they are all taking care of things, they are all trading, but today they are not. Only a fraction of the ships are out, and as you walk across town, there aren't people filling the streets. They aren't, even if the Midsummer Festival was not happening, there's still tradesmen from all over. This is a city that is known for trading magic items, but you guys don't see people doing that. Also, as we're walking, like, I'm so on edge, I'm just like waiting for somebody to fucking cross us. Like, I'm just like looking at everybody. As you walk across Raven's Bluff, you notice that it is duller than it has been in a long time. It is a city that trades magic items. It is a very exciting place to be, except now it seems a little gloomy, a little depressing, and you do hear a very familiar ring. As you all are walking up to the Council of Lords and the ring happens again and again. You mean ting, ting, yeah. ting. And as you walk up, you hear someone go, ah, friends! Uh, and he looks around himself. Thunderdick. And he goes, Thunderdick is here to help. I open up my friends list and I'm like, yep, check. He did, check. He did tell you he was a friend. And so he's like, friends, ah. Uh, Many of the merchants around here, they frown upon you. Come around back. I will help you. You can see him. It's like open. His blacksmith shop is open to let all those fumes and smoke is pour there out of it. in the shop other than him? No, it just seems like him okay. crafting weapons. Cool. I'm going to put my face out of my hood. <laughs> and just be Hello. like, thank you so much for that caltrop. I had no idea you had like a proclivity for magic. He's like, friends of thunder shout. Always <laughs> get the best. Just think about that real hard now. <laughs> And he's like, and who are you? What's up, man? I'm Van Dingulus Ulysses Fart Baby. He's got, he holds up two giant gloves. He does not reach out to shake your hand. He like looks around like, what do you want me to do? I go, air high five. And he's like, oh, whatever you say, friend. People have been spreading nasty rumors about all of you. Yeah, I know. Well, this is where we find out who our true friends are, so. And he keeps like hitting this metal. It's scalding hot and he has to finish it. And he's like, if I've learned anything, is that if someone's saying something nasty about you, mm-hmm. it's because you're doing something right. Yeah. You're my favorite. Jealousy is the best form of flattery, man. I totally hear you on that. Okay, also, true. true side for my true friends. Uh, do you have girlfriends? <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, I'm on the market. <laughs> yes. like and then sword. don't call me Thunder Dick for <laughs> Uh, you do need to get Adelaide Adelaide. That bastard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. What so. can I help you with, my friends? Well, you want to go straight. Calista just holds her and she's like, well, these would be a start. He's like, a simple task for Dendril Thundershout. I thought it might be. Everyone has just brass braces on. Yeah, yes. we've been through some shit. Uh, these are non-magical. They were once magical. And he stops. Ting! You hear that last ting, and then he sets his hammer down, and he turns around. He's like, "What do you mean?" Um. Uh, well, they used to be infused by magic from the plane of fire. Oh, tell me, you saved one. We did. Yep. Oh! <laughs> the gods. We, we needed to stay intact for a little while while we figure something out. But Arwul's yeah. wearing those. Yeah. That's and where did it originate from? 
the, the plane of fire. fire. And you see him like, <laughs> like he almost passes out. He's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, praise the gods. More than that, the city of brass. Like, you see him sort of like hyperventilating. <laughs> like, this is good news yeah, indeed. Yeah, I just put my hand in like the furnace to show him that I'm not hurt at all. And he's like, <gasps> oh, so cool. And he's just like, I will not only take these off, I will give you anything that you need, friends. As long as you give me the time to collect this magic from these. How much time do you need? Two hours time. Drops. I'm a thunder shot after all. Oh, you're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem is I need these. I don't need to be tracked, and I'm being tracked with these on. And he, he grabs, he like your, your head sticking out still, he grabs the cloak underneath you and he pulls you in and you can smell his breath. It is not good. It smells like ale. I use my wand. To make it better? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like this hot dwarf breath is coming over you, and you know, just for the sake of it, let me uh, let me let me describe him for you all. Suddenly, so smell like a cool uh, alpine stout, breeze with lavender. A stout dwarf with graying hair, though what little red hair remains bursts through that gray like hot embers. His hair and beard are both pulled into multiple braids. He constantly has his dirty apron on. It is full of tools all the way around it. And he has, he has an expression of exhaustion on him at all times, just because of how sweaty and out of breath he is. He pulls you in, his breath is not good, and you all see a wand come out of the cloak, and it goes, it like, it shines for just a second, and then his breath smells like fresh mint. He pulls you in by that cloak, his giant dwarven nose is against yours, his breath smells like hot trash until you use that wand to press the digitation and you can smell the mint. And he's like, don't underestimate a thunder shout. I'm not. And, uh, and he says, friends, Come in. And as all of you come in, he asks you to hold your bracers out over this anvil that he has been over top of. Blister throws them right down on there. Yeah. These things off um, me. This would be easier with a mage. Uh, do you all know any mages that could help me? Because, hey, I could do this all by myself. What do you need? Someone to help me preserve the magic. I don't know if I can help you. Um, can I roll Arcana and see if I can? But you can't take them off right now. I mean, I can probably for y'all. Ours aren't. Ours are ours not. Yeah, ours are dead. Yeah. What kind of magic preservation you need, dog? Uh, just someone who can contain it while I'm hitting the metal. Oh. Well, well, yours are fine. You're just worried about mine, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Isaac, he, he's working on everyone's while gotcha. he's talking about we yours. We can't take his off just yet. So when we come back to do that. We'll bring somebody. Talk to him about first time. Do you have anything Wait, that could possibly contain okay. something from the elemental plane of fire that is so hot it burns like a forge fire? And you see him turn to you, and a big toothy grin is across his face, and he says, not yet, lass. He's got just got this big smile on his face as you ask him that. I've been known to dabble in a little bit of magic. Can I roll? <laughs> I'm really sucky at this, but I want to roll inside on him. Yeah, go ahead. We're all sucky at this. Oh, hey, it's over yeah. it's over it's Double digits. <laughs> um, but I'm a negative one for insight, so that's an eleven. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I uh, I'm kind of like uh, you know, I dabble in it. Well, let's just see what we can get going on. I think I got you covered. Okay, in the magic. In the okay. magic. Sure. You would know. You would think that he's just excited. He's excited to have okay. these magical bracers from the elemental plane of fire. Okay. Sure. Roll Arcana for me. That's funny. <gasps> So you guys, Van walks over and he's like, I think I can help you. 
and he walks over and Arwell sets these braces off. Bluffing. All of your bracers have been broken away from you oh, at this point. I was obviously bluffing when I was like, yeah, I guess I know some stuff about magic. Oh yeah, and so you walk over and as you do, you all see like he's been he's been a little flighty. Van's been a little flighty up until this point. Like we need to go. What are you guys doing? What the fuck is this? And he walks over and Dandril Thundershout is like, I need someone who can help me contain this magic. And Van walks over and goes, I think I can help you out. He cracks his fingers and then over top of Arwell, since Arwell is like the most scholarly magic user in the group. He is, he's basically out of commission right now while he's getting these off. And you'll see Van walk over and he holds his hands over it and he starts chanting something. And you see him make a very similar face to the trance that you saw him in the night before mm -hmm. as he starts speaking over it. Holy shit. As this happens, Dandril Thundershout gets a, he gets a wedge and puts it right over top of your, by the way guys, that was two nat 20s. <gasps> oh! Dandril gets a wedge and he goes, ready? And he just like pulls his hammer up and he slams it down one perfect time and he holds, he like pulls back right before it hits. He doesn't put all that force into it. It just daintily just hits it a bit and you see it crack in a perfect cut. Right down the middle and those red runes that are glowing on it, they are glowing brightly. They do not go out after this bracer separates. And, uh, and he goes, Yay. So I'm not being at all. Nope. These bracers come right off of your hands. Arwell slips out of them. Your wrists are all free. I need the bracers on the magic of them though, right? Like the... Well, that's what oh, he said. Okay. He said not yet. Is he's going to craft something that could help us yeah. with the well, elemental plane. I just want to make sure I yeah, have go nuts. I mean, they're cracked. There's a space that you could pull your hands up out of okay, these. Okay, I'm leaving But you're still in them. Yeah, I'm okay. still in them. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I need the red corundum taken off of me. How is that going to happen? And you see Dandril, like a smile comes across his face and he picks your arm up very forcefully out of one of them. Okay. You don't light on fire and you see him slip his dwarven wrist into it. And as he does, he puts it into the furnace. He saw you put your hand in the furnace and he puts his in there. He grabs it with his other hand and pulls it together as it melts. And he's like, I'll take care of that, my friends. And uh, he has this- He sat in his forge and so... just hung out there. Ooh, I love this. Yeah, I, I love this. Also, the Afridi are, are using these bracers to scry. No, they aren't anymore. He didn't say that. Oh, I thought- oh, um, Yeah, I mean, I yeah, you're in, you're in danger if you have these this bracer on. Then I would think it is of the greatest import you bring a friend back who can help me with these. How far down the road is uh, little what? Boo? The little guy. Uh, Anyone who can help me uh, take just specific curses off of something and not the entire thing. We need to start Isaacs. Yeah. Or um, Silrus. Have them both be here for a second. Silrus, Silrus is, is here. Good magic. Oh, Silrus he's an engineer. He's not a magician. Oh, okay. He's not He's not a wizard. He's an engineer. Yeah, he's, he's only knows well, about machinery. Well, good thing Isaacs is on the council. We can just ask him over there. So we're we're out of shackles, right? I can erase. Yeah, all of you except Arwell. All of you are done this with is, them. These, these minus ones have been on my sheet for like a month. Yeah. So I'm so excited to wipe them off. Arwell has one on still, so you'll still take minus one to Dex and strength. Okay, but only with my left hand. <laughs> when you're masturbating, it is minus one to Dex. Yeah. So only my right will take off. Yes. My left hand. So Daniel has one. He's standing in his furnace and he's melting it back together with his hands. What would you all like to do? Silver's is like, like uh, that was. Uh, so how long have you been using magic? Like how? Like you're like engineering. I'm talking to Thundershot. I'm I'm no wizard, but uh, as a dwarf, I understand the basics of magic. And well, that caltrop was extremely useful and a pretty good piece. Ah, of magic. enchantment. Yeah. That's my specialty, friends. 
Fascinating. Hmm. Well, would you be interested in creating something really useful? <laughs> the, he, he looks at you, and, he, and in the fire, he's yeah. in his forge. Yeah. It is blazing around him as he's pulling this bracer into and, like, melting it on his wrist. He's like, the first one's free. Perfect. I'm going to pull out He's my... He's talking about the Caltrop again. I love uh, it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I thought, like, the next... Anyway, so I'm going to pull out my blue dragon horn. I got my natural nice. horn. And I'm like, can you enchant... He comes out, his clothes, the embers, like, fading away from them as yeah. he walks out of this fire. And his beard looks redder than it did before when he went inside. Like, all that gray seems to be fading away. You can see those bright red embers coming out of it. And he's like, oh, friend, <laughs> I can make you something exceptional out of this. We what just were you thinking? Up our blacksmith. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I really uh, think we did. He's like, give me some time. I'll get you something you'll really like. Because I was thinking about maybe enchanting my glove to do double the lightning damage. Oh, friend, you understand the blue dragons, I see. Yeah. Give me some time. Bring me one of your friends to take the curse away from my braces. Okay. Let's go to Council right. of Lords. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Just uh, be real on the lookout while we're gone, because uh, some Nefreti might show up and try to... Yeah, seriously. Flame sword or something. Should we leave the cloak with him? But then we have no. Arwell exposed. Arwell's still being tracked. His uh, bracer's still active. I have yeah. one on. Because... Oh, so now they're getting two signals. That's kind of funny. Mm. Yeah, they're getting two signals. We don't, okay, all right. Well, that's one signal because he's not being... Well, there's plenty of them to cover both places, so let's, let's go. Let's go fast. <laughs> you guys going to Council of Lords? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you all leave uh, Thundershouts, and you can hear that metal ringing, uh, though it rings differently. It seems like the noise of it is phasing in and out. It seems like the sharp hit of that metal, the ting, is a little more dull, and you can hear him laughing as you walk away. And I, he's I just like, as I'm walking out the door, yeah. I'm like, hey, great working with a skilled magic user. And he's like, ah, hopefully it won't be the last time, my friend. Definitely not. Uh, and you are all walking away. You do walk up Raven's Bluff, and as you're walking through the city, it's still like duller than it normally is, but you walk up this very steep hill. On both sides, it is a sheer drop, but as you were walking up at the bottom of these Earthspur Mountains, you walk up to a castle of sorts. Though this castle doesn't home one noble family, it houses all of the authority that has anything to do with Raven's Bluff. Each of them have their own separate space, if you will, within this castle. You all know right where the Council of Lords is. You guys have messed around and looked around a few times as you come up here, but this time you have, you mean business. You have something to say and you want to figure out what's going on, so you walk straight in. And as you do, there are two ravens and they are perched up on a mountain. It's these giant statues that a red carpet goes up into the middle between of them. There are windows open in here. There are beautiful, luscious plants that are dancing as this wind comes down and off the mountains and through these open windows. You all see many familiar faces. It seems like they are already meeting as you all walk into here, not like they were waiting on you. No, they have no idea. You all. Um, as we are walking in, yes. um, does this building have towers? Um, as we're walking, I want to slip this to Arwell. Okay. Say Arwell. Can you make any sense of that? Do I notice them? Uh, are you guys trying to be stealthy? Yeah, but I'm trying not to okay. like. Set uh, both the of you roll stealth. I don't know what it means. Well, yet. you don't have to. You so. you're basically getting that twenty as long as you're within the cloak. Okay. Um, you need to roll stealth though, Callista. That's only an eight for stealth. Yeah, you do okay. notice them past this note. Yeah. I don't say anything. I mean, I basically, okay. like, I'm not trying to draw attention, but I'm not trying to... Yeah, yeah you pass this note to him. I ain't got any stake in y'all. Arwell like, sees it. He's invisible. He is going to remain invisible in front of the Council of Lords and attempt to read their thoughts as you all ask them pointed questions. Um, I'm going to send yeah. Ori up to the Western Tower. Okay. And have her fly through windows, whatever. Okay. Uh, so you do send Ori up, and as you send her up, you roll perception for me. With advantage, I believe, because it it's is. Ori. It's Ori. 
14. Yeah, with a 14, she flies up. You don't notice anything in the towers that are here at the castle that the Council of Lords resides inside of, but you do notice there's a giant sharp spire next to the westernmost wall in Raven's Bluff, and it rises just beside it, where all the other towers look very modern and very well-built. This looks like something natural, almost like a giant spike out of the ground. So you think that there is a tower further to the west that is not connected to this castle. Mm -hmm. As you all walk in, you are passing this note. Everyone walks in, including Sealris and Volna and your newly found friend, Van. You all walk in. You notice everyone from the Council of Lords, even their advisors are here. Goncalo, Grace, and Tarao, the scholar who was with all of you. Isaacs turns to look at you, though Subrask is missing. Subrask was a small, lithe man with blonde hair. He constantly wears a half-crooked smile and has those big, bushy black eyebrows. He's not present. Mm, like they all look to you, and as Isaacs looks over to everyone, he goes, ah, friends, right on time. And with that, we are gonna end episode 23. Woo! I'm about to piss I in my pants. Oh. Yeah. It hurts so bad. I'm gonna beat you to the bathroom. I have to be so bad. Yay, that was a really fun session for me. <laughs> that was really fun for all of us. I legit thought, holy shit, that you were playing Elvis Presley for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Come on down to Thunder Shouts in Raven's Bluff. My items are more powerful than ever, and you've never seen a finer edge on a sword. There is no finer blacksmith in all the land, or I'm an ogre's grandma bride. I've acquired a new trick of the trade from some good friends, so make sure to support them while I support your monster slaying and adventuring. Supporting them is easy. They have their own store, just like Thundrail Thundershout. And you can access their store from anywhere with some spell called the Internet. Head over to their store, hitdicepod.com, and make a purchase between any of their fine wares. They have everything from custom adventures for you to test my weapons, to handmade stickers and buttons so you can show your support no matter where you are. Once done there, let others know that Hit Dice be quality. Head over to the iTunes store, say something nice, and give them a five-star review. Let's spread the word and keep this magic growing. If you want to talk to the adventurers that helped your dear friend Thundershout, they are easy to get a hold of. You can reach them on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, all with the handle HitDicePod. I know quality when I see it. Hell, I can spot it from three damn miles away. But I ain't the only one with an eye for quality. There are already two others with taste and instincts as sharp as me. And I know sharp. They've already begun to ensure our friend's adventure goes smoothly. Tabletop Root and the Deck of Mini.com. Both are companies of fine renown who carry necessary items for all adventuring parties and dungeon masters. Tabletop Loot has incredible loot boxes and beautiful dice that match any personality, character, or taste. You can enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout and get 15% off of everything! Treat yourself to some new dice! 
It's on our friends. The newest addition to the adventuring party is thedeckofmini.com. They have RPG reference cards that make running or playing at the table a simple task. Their cards have descriptions, statistics, and full art. Their inventory has a deck for everything, whether you are organizing an encounter, handing magic items out to your players, or keeping track of NPCs like me. They have a deck specifically for you, for all of those situations and many more. Check their wares over at thedeckofmini.com. Now I really must be getting back to my newest craft and testing my metal with this new gym. Until next week, adventurers, thunder di- thunder shout out! <laughs>